Jersey, do you pronounce your last name Nice? Yeah. Just like Nisa's sausage or? Yeah. No relation. No relation. Well, fuck. They don't like want Nissan. Sorry, huh? Like Nissan. Not Nisa's sausage. Nissan, well, Nisa apostrophe S, asshole. Okay. <laughs> and Richie, how do you spell your last name? Oh, yeah. G-A-I-S-E-R. Geyser. 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 Like a Geyser. Yeah, like, exactly. Like old, old faithful. Old faithful. I call my dick Geyser Geyser. Literally, my name is Dick Geyser. That is not even a joke. <laughs> that joke. will come it's up. It's just an eternal joke for my life. Ja und Herr Geyser. Und Wiener Geyser. <laughs> everyone from Tenafly, New Jersey to Wadenbach, Germany, and last and always least, Pelzer, South Carolina, the town so insanely terrible that two counties will not claim it. Uh, <laughs> that over there is... Brian. My name is Tom, and on the board is Young Logan, and uh, we have a couple good guests with us today on the Mad Park Podcast. Richie Geyser. Say hello, Richie. Hello. You didn't say Richie. <laughs> if I say hello, Richie, you should say hello, Richie. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And Jersey Niece. Howdy, howdy. How you doing, sir? Doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, doing well, thank you. Uh, Richie, uh, ye of, he of Phantom Friends and uh, Jersey of Run Home Jack. Mad Park Podcast is recorded here inside the vault, located at the Playroom, 916 Tuckasegee Road, Charlotte, North Carolina, serving Charlotte's musical and creative community since 1994. Check them out at www, as always, Brian, what you got for us today, man? Nobody uses www first off, but it's uh, fine. Okay. <laughs> um, you should hear people with speech impediments. Daba, daba, daba. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I we got we got Jersey and Richie in here. Vs. V V V V V V. So it was like six Vs before everyone. It's like Roman numerals. <laughs> stuff. Uh, where are you guys both originally from? Either one of you. You're the first. You're the guest. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Out of uh, town. <laughs> uh, yeah, out of town in more ways than one. Uh, originally, I was born uh, Illinois. Uh, lived in the Midwest until I was about 12. Uh, moved down to North Carolina with my family. My family moved back to Iowa. Uh, I stayed here. Then family moved to Texas. So I've got family everywhere. But originally from the Midwest and uh, been here since I was 12. So a little over 15 years. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By you, Reggie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, born in Virginia. Lived there for five years. Lived in Jersey for a year. Popped down to Charlotte. Basically lived here ever since. Uh, did go to USC for four years and then got the got out of Columbia um, <laughs> and came back to Charlotte. Um, you, you could use vulgarity. It's fine. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, what part of Jersey, by the way? Yeah, I was about to ask. Tenafly? <sighs> Morristown? I six. East Brunswick? So I just remember a lot of snow and uh, going to school. Did you notice he said snow and then wiped his nose? Yeah, that was audible too, right? This is some game on these mics. <clears throat> Let's say I was an adventurous little six-year-old in New Jersey. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it uh, is so Jersey. So no apparent knowledge of uh, geography, but plenty of illicit drugs. Uh, let's yeah, just say yeah. the two are not mutually exclusive. The reason for one is probably the reason for the other one. What about in Virginia? You're not from Richmond, are you? No. Or didn't um, live there. It's from Manassas. I know where, where I was born. Is. Prince William County Hospital. Um and then just kind of moved around there every year until uh, we moved to Jersey. Richmond has a, a good scene, man, music-wise. That's what I keep hearing. I need to make it a Guar, Lamb of God. Yeah, get up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, just, uh, for the Lamb of God. 
itself. Just the mat. The, the amount phrase of juju is actually for the love yeah, of there. God, but yes. Sorry, <laughs> Steve Vine, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> now that, oh, he yeah. went deep on that. Oh, Brian, you don't I know nothing about that. Oh, God. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amateur. Uh, yeah, love Charlotte. Uh, you don't like Columbia? When I went to school there, um, had some pretty major uh, depression issues, so it wasn't really making it because out too much. Because of Columbia? A variety of reasons. Yeah. Definitely made a lot of strides since then for like mental health reasons. Um, but this was like 2007 to 2011, so it was mostly just kind of like a big, kind of like a, a fratty bar scene. Yeah. Definitely not. Really was New Brooklyn not up running then? It was. Um, I love that. But place. honestly, I couldn't even tell you of there. Near the end of my time there, more and more venues kind of started to pop yeah. up, for sure. Um, and definitely went to New Brooklyn a couple of times, and that was badass. Yeah, um, it stunk in there. It yeah. was, I saw High on Fire there. Eric's car yeah, gave my shirt, shirt, motherfuckers. Right <laughs> but anyway, it's a good place. It was yeah. 12 degrees outside that night. Word. Froze my engine block. Wow. Literally Oof. or figuratively? No, I got back home and it froze my engine block. I didn't drive back home. Is that a metaphor? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You know how it is when your mom's always freezing the engine block. <laughs> Mama wearing my retainer, shit. How, how about you, Jersey? Did you go to college anywhere? I went to uh, Piedmont Community College for a little bit for a film. Um, probably about like a year and a half. And yeah. then just, Where's that? Yeah. That's not central Piedmont, is it? No, it's, oh, okay. uh, it's oh God, it's out in Hillsboro, I believe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's out east a little bit, up towards yeah. Raleigh, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what both what got you both into music, and then the collective bands you guys are kind of in? Because I'm sure there's been different iterations of bands you've been in, maybe even each band. Yeah, um, that's a good question. Yeah, so I you can just take this one first. Right. Yeah, ping pong it back and forth. There you go. Yeah. Um, so I legitimately put all of my stock in why I love music to the fact that when I was probably like three, my parents got me this white pre cocaine plastic pre cocaine. <laughs> anyway, just bump that. Uh, this white plastic preschool, P-R-E-S-K-O-O-L brand, little keyboard that had a loop functionality, had different sounds on it, had a like, little recorder thing, and I would sit there on the toilet, and I would just mess on this thing <laughs> for like... Could you do like samples? Out, you could do, you, well, you couldn't sample, but you could record a little riff and then yeah. play it back. And then you could do like a little bass riff over so it. So that would and it be had, your loop track. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you couldn't record with a microphone, but you could play things. And it had like different like... Very, very, very basic, like, drum loops and things like that. Um, so were, your, I, were your parents into music and they kind of got you that because of that, or they just got it Or just you? to get you out of like their they... fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little A, little B. This is um, before iPads and just, like, yeah, yeah. shut up, yeah, go right. watch YouTube, like, uh, get out of my face. Stay on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, legit, I do think that um, did that for a while. Um and then took piano lessons when I was also in elementary school. And I think all of that kind of just shaped my brain to really enjoy, like, the patterns of music and the expression behind music and being able to just, like, I love just to just improv um, a lot. And I love writing. And I think a lot of that stems from just sitting there and BSing on the toilet on my little plastic keyboard as a really young lad. Um, and then when I was 13, I got a guitar because uh, this girl that I was like, you know, uh, I was crushing on in middle school. She was like, you should get a guitar and we should start a band. And I'm like, well, OK. Uh, so got one of those little Yamaha like starter pack things for Christmas and the best could not play it at all. It took like months and months and months of being able to figure out how hard to even press down on the strings to even get a note to ring out. I was just doing there going just raking the strings. It's the same noise um, I make on the toilet. 
Those, well, and no also shit. in your defense, <laughs> yes, the, the action on those like Yamaha and oh, first act guitars, it's like two inches from the string to the yeah. fretboard. It, Especially it, it's out a of the nightmare box. anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, thankfully, at this point, uh, I mean, do we have broadband yet, or am I even still dial up at this point? But uh, you know, there was a bounty of websites. There was like guitaretabs.com. That was a good one back in the day. And I used to just print out uh, guitar tabs, and I learned like. Uh, like Sum 41 and like Metallica and uh, like that's that's kind of like my origins on guitar. Um, a lot of like punk and metal and kind of blues and then it's kind of just spread from there. Um, so that's kind of like my origin story, I guess, if you will, for where I am musically. Um, I don't want to keep yapping about everything. Um, In all seriousness, <laughs> I do think it's admirable that your parents gave you a musical instrument and say instead of... Stretch Armstrong or whatever yeah. the fuck yeah. kids are doing nowadays. Yeah. I did have plenty of toys, and I did. They yeah. did make. They did kind of force <clears throat> me to do piano lessons, but I do think that was legitimately incredibly helpful for understanding. Absolutely. Understanding music and the the basic foundations of music, because really at its core, it's just like a major scale, and just where you play that major scale and how you play it is like really everything. Mm. Um, and understanding how it all works together, it's all. I think it's all really important. Um, but also for like 10 years, I was like, nah, that's bullshit. I don't need to know anything about theory. I don't need to learn about how to read sheet music. I don't need none of this. I just play from my heart. Yep. And then when I got older, I'm like, oh, that's dumb because I'm limiting myself and how I can actually express myself by not fully diving into the knowledge that I can. Uh, so, As you tapped on that preschool sitting on the toilet, oh, yeah, yeah. you thought about, I need uh, no theory. Yeah, no, I'm just like, I'm just making what I thought was cool little sounds. <laughs> Jersey, how about you? You got cool parents that gave you some cool stuff to play with? Definitely have cool parents, yeah. Um, I, I didn't get my first instrument really. Well, I, I played trumpet in school band in like third grade, but. Yeah, uh, I blew no. the old bone every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, my, my grandma on my mom's side um, was really into piano and everything like that. The only picture I have, or one of the only pictures I have of me and her is me sitting on her lap at the piano. Oh, that's cool. Um, she passed away when I was like a year and a half old, but um, my family's always been really into music. Um, my parents didn't really play anything. Uh, my dad raised me up on a lot of like older metal, um, such as uh, Pantera, and, uh, Guns and Roses. And, uh, give it to um, me, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, honestly, the the biggest one, uh, a lot of Rush too. Rush is yeah. one of my favorites. Zeppelin. Um, but uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan was like a staple in the house. Um, SRV is is huge in shaping how I picked up a guitar and started playing. Um, I got my first guitar, it was either 14th or 15th birthday, um, and was kind of just fiddling around just because I wanted to learn. I had already played trumpet before, and really what made me be like, okay, I want to be in a band, I want to do this, is um, The Used put out a CD-DVD combo called Maybe Memories, and the DVD side was pretty much just the story of them being like high school kids who played music they were really passionate about and it it went somewhere and it was the first time I'd kind of seen it in that context of like just everyday people doing what they love and other people supporting it and it growing and turning into something huge uh, and bigger than themselves and that was kind of like the switch in my head when I was like 14, 15 years old. I was like, okay now I have a reason to play guitar. Now I have a reason to continue doing stuff. At what point did you say, "Eh, I'm kind of done with the trumpet? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not not, not long after I decided, eh, I should probably try and play the trumpet. Like, <laughs> uh, 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I won't make you guys talk about other bands you've been in, but what was, two-part question, like what was yeah. the first band you guys were each in? Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and when, the genre. Yeah, yeah, and the genre. Yeah. And then when did Phantom Friends and Run Home Jack 
start. Start. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, short history is I played bass in a band for like three years. Uh, then I played drums in a band for about a year and a half. And then I started doing the vocals game um, in a metal band from the area called Patterns. We went on a few tours, uh, played a bunch of really big shows locally with some some big uh, touring acts. And that was really fun. And that kind of fell apart after a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. Started working on a uh, studio project with a buddy of mine. I won't say any names. Um, we went into a, uh, a nicer studio and tracked a five-song EP. And he decided to pull the plug last minute and was kind of, yeah, just kind of dicked everybody over in the band. Was um, that for Patterns? Or was that after Patterns? That was the project directly after Patterns. Okay. Uh, still somewhat metal. Um, a lot more singing in it. Uh, but at that point, I was kind of at that crossroads of do I just pack it up and stop or uh, do I keep trying to do something else? And I kind of just <clears throat> had the epiphany, like, I, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it on my own terms. I'm going to write the music that I want to write. I've always kind of been doing a collaborative process with everybody, which has turned into some form of metal one way or another. Kind of like having roommates with music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I, it can be dicey. Yeah, yeah. I uh, invested in a bunch of gear um, and spent a good six, eight months just working on a bunch of original songs by myself and presented it to a buddy of mine who had a little local studio. And those songs turned into the first three song ep released by run home jack so it, it kind of just started as like i'm gonna make music on my own terms by myself write it all out and go track it somewhere and then i've been lucky enough to find some really cool dudes to play it along with me live and stuff Heck yeah nice. does the the band name come from hook yes yes it did <laughs> i get that question a lot <laughs> I, mean, I figured as much but yeah yeah good movie Great what about, movie. What about the, is that a movie about Julia Roberts's nose or what is that? <laughs> we need the soundboard. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> we are sorry, wrong sample. <laughs> what about you? What about uh, you? Rich? <laughs> That's the sound of the podcast bombing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So first band. Uh, well, I use the term band pretty pretty loosely here, but that was that. <laughs> That middle school uh, situation. Sit on the toilet. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> hey, <man>. <laughs> toilet jams. <laughs> now that's what I call toilet jams. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I was like, yeah, there's something there. Yeah. I don't um, know what jam, but I might call it toilet jelly. <laughs> Ooh. <clears throat> uh, they're so. not all hits, guys. <laughs> yeah. They're not all home runs. Uh, that's a pretty shitty joke. <laughs> and there it is. There it is. <laughs> Um, Screeching halt. <laughs> Let's so, edit yeah. that out in post, Logan. <laughs> so, yeah, middle school band. It was basically just uh, trying to do, like, no effects covers, really. It was like, <laughs> we were, you know, we're like 13. Like, we don't know how to do anything. Was it you and the girl, um, or was it some other Yeah, it was, me, it was me and two girls. Oh, uh, that's a, we had, nice. Uh, I guess, I don't know. We had a girl on drums, and we had uh, the other girl on uh, bass, and then I was playing guitar, and like and then they were like, "You should be the vocalist too," and I'm like, uh, "Okay." Uh, that didn't really go anywhere um, for obvious reasons. We didn't really know what the fuck we were doing. Um, <laughs> but like after that kind of fizzled out, uh, just kept playing guitar because at that point I kind of just naturally found like a really good interest in it. Like you were saying, mm -hmm. Steve Ray Vaughan. Like I went to. Do you guys remember Media Play? Uh, did, were you guys ever in Charlotte? <clears throat> Media Let's take Play a quick time out here. I bought my Eddie somewhere in time action figure at Media Play. Thank you. So uh, Media Play was having its like final closing down clearance yeah. sale, and you could buy like a thousand CDs for like a dollar. So Total. I'd always heard like I had, you know, had all these guitar like guitar player magazines at this point, and it's always like Steve Rivon, Steve Rivon. I'm like, all right, I'll check this guy out. So I got like the three CD like box set of like his first three albums, 
And then I was like, oh shit, this is a whole <laughs> new level of guitar playing mm-hmm. that I've like Couldn't never stand really... the weather, Texas flood, yeah. and the sky is crying, pride mm-hmm. and joy. Mm-hmm. Like that, there's so many good ones. Good stuff. Yeah. And hard, hard as hell on some of that stuff, yeah. man. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Uh, Those Hendrix covers, good. Yeah. <sighs> Little yeah. Wing. I remember yeah. this, uh, <laughs> there was this, like, they were playing, uh, you know, Stevie's version of Little Wing on, like, 99.7 at, like, midnight one night. And the the DJ, this was, like, in high school. I was in high school. It was, like, 2007 or something. Maybe even earlier. No, it was probably earlier. I'm old. Earlier than that. Uh, but For anyways, all you so lovers they- <laughs> out there, Stevie Vaughan. So they play that, and then the, the DJ is, like, I'll tell you what, if that song could wear a dress, I'd marry it. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, he's not you're so wrong. Right. Yeah, you're like, so right. <laughs> that is a beautiful song. And I'm oh, yeah. <laughs> a huge influence for a while. I even tried to use like 12 gauge strings for my little like 15 year old fingers and I just like tore them up. Because um, I was like, oh, Eddie, uh, you know, if Steve Ray Vaughn can do it, then I can do it. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's not. You can, but it just takes a lot of work. And then after the fact, you read about the super glue and the fingertips. Oh, yeah, and like, so brutal. That's like the most metal thing. And he's not even a metal player. Could have been. Yeah, so if anyone doesn't know, uh, you know, the word on the street is that he used to, Steve Ray Vaughan used to literally super glue his fingertips to his non-dominant arm uh, and then rip the skin off of it to have extra skin on his fingertips so he wouldn't just get raw in the middle of a show. He would have extra layers of skin to help him get through the night because he plays with such thick strings and just so aggressively. Yeah. Um, Ronnie Lott had him um, amputate the tip of his finger one time so he could make the next game the next week. No shiz. Do you guys know who Ronnie Lott was? Yes. A a football football player. player. Yeah. He would murder (laughs) you on the field. Legally, of course. So would Miles Mm -hmm. Garrett. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, go ahead. No, that was him. Oh, oh, where I was? Well, yeah, I was going to keep going. Uh, I'll fast forward. I'm I'm kind of lingering here on uh, the Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff. Um, so after middle school bands, uh, had high school band called Garfield, uh, named after the first letter of everyone in the band's name. Um, not the cat? Not the cat. And this is way before so the... So how many people were in the I band? Was eight. That's four, like yeah, Slipknot numbers. Was, uh, Damn. It was G-F-R-D. That's eight people. It was G-F-R-D. So just Garfield, obviously. It could have been Naturally. It could have been Gifford. Garfield. Why would I be Gifford when I could be Garfield? Why would you be Garfield? I mean... Because it was stupid and memorable. You guys So is Frank Gifford. Who's that? See? (laughs) (laughs) Point taken. Um, So in in that band, that was the first time I was in a band with my buddy Dom, who's been in every band I've been in ever since, um, except for a couple of little one-offs here. But he's in Phantom Friends. He's the bassist. He played guitar in that one and sang. Um... Once uh, Garfield broke up, we started another band called uh, Inspectroverse. You can tell we're not very good with easy to pronounce like names. One, it's a cool name, but it's yeah. just really confusing. Everyone thought it was introspective. And our gimmick there, this was like in the 2008, 2010 period. So this was when you still had like SKNet Cafe open. And um, a lot of these old venues that are now long gone, I mean, obviously Tremont. Uh, was was around back then. Um, we would play the kind of that gamut, and our big gimmick was that we would like paint our bodies with like all these like acrylic paints, because like in Spectroverse, it was like in like a universe of light. Um, so it was cheesy, but it was good stuff. Um, the name was fine. The the other stuff, I don't know. Oh, does that make you uncomfortable thinking of me shirtless, painted up? No, that makes me very glistening. comfortable. <laughs> Shimmering. 
Um, so after that, Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mommy. So after that, we got uh, Phantom Friends, and that started. I was working at Com Market South End, and they were putting on a like end of the summer kind of show. And then uh, the guy working front of house, TJ, um, TJ Banks. I don't know if you guys know him. He's he's in a bunch of bands. Um, he was like, Richie, do you want to play this show? And I'm like, uh, okay. And then they're like, all right, we got you on. And I'm like, fuck, I got to find a band and like write songs for a set. <laughs> so um, kind of just asked some uh, good homies who have kind of been like flirting with the idea with of starting a band with. And then we I just kind of to took it from there. Well, it was uh, Dom, my buddy Matt Wilson, uh, and then his brother Dave on drums. But did you go to Dom first? I went to Matt and then Dave because I saw, oh. them, I saw them in that order. <laughs> so you went to Dom last. <laughs> I went to Dom third, technically. Last. <laughs> There was a fourth. Okay. There was Dave. If you're not Dave first, you're, you're last. last. Exactly. <laughs> I'm second loser. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so that's basically the, the oral history. I'm waiting. The oral, oral history. history. <laughs> well, where should I start? <laughs> you got to make money uh, somehow. <laughs> yeah. God's, God I was just thinking back about them good sandwiches at Common Market, man. Oh, dude, I miss uh, that. That's actually the inspiration for uh, one of the first songs we wrote. It's called South End Sold. And it's, uh, it was when we got the news that Com Market South End was going to get bulldozed and turn into a corporate office building. And like, Com Market South End was like a huge part of my like identity in Charlotte. It was somewhat short lived, you know, on, uh, relatively speaking. Yeah. You know, the one, the original one, of course, but I like mm-hmm. that one out Monroe. They got oh, a lot yeah. more seating there. Agreed. I, actually, I helped open that one up um, for a couple of weeks before uh, opening up the new one in Southend, and then I was out of there and got a new job. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, that's got Com Market in Southend. The original one was just like, uh, I'll forever fondly remember it. Yeah, uh, Jersey, he name dropped a couple of venues here. Um, I've only ever been to the Blind Tiger in Greensboro. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if Tom's been to any places in Greensboro. Um, but, um, the last one I remember would probably be Santa Fe Rose circa 1991. Is that still there? Uh, I, I, it does not ring any bells. So <laughs> no, no, I've been to a couple I, places yeah. since then, but <laughs> yeah. went to some shows at the Coliseum a few times. What's, okay. the, what's yeah. the venue? Because like in Charlotte, a lot of them have been closing and then mm-hmm. other places yeah. are opening. Breweries are the hot shit here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What are the venues like in Greensboro? Um, so it, it, it's kind of 50-50. A lot of the bigger staple ones have kind of stopped putting on shows and closed down. Um, the old band that I was in that I mentioned previously, Patterns, are kind of like home turf was Green Street Club right in downtown. Um, I got to see a ton of huge bands. I saw like Under Oath there, Alexis on Fire, uh, Norma Jean, like all separate shows. I know they could probably be on the same bill together, but... Um, that would be a sick bill. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they stopped doing shows a little while ago and then they recently just announced that they were like closing the place altogether. Um, blind tiger is, is huge. Blind tiger is where a lot of the bigger touring acts come through now. Like Bayside played there Mm -hmm. last night. Um, we're playing there in December with the spill canvas. So there's just like a bunch of big bands coming through. Um, aside from the Coliseum, there's cone denim center downtown, which is like, kind of that bridge you have like those huge acts that mm-hmm. come to the coliseum and then there's still like radio acts that are like really big and would sell at the blind tiger like that so cone denim is kind of that like middle ground um i think like shine down plays there and stuff where they didn't want to do a whole arena it's show. probably it's probably comparable comp- comparable comparable <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's probably similar to, there you go. <laughs> to the underground i assume then like in the oh music yeah. Factory. yeah 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 i think it's pronounced prevalent Um, But other than that, like the the one staple for like little 
local shows has always been the Somewhere Else Tavern, and they unfortunately closed last December. Why do you think um, they're closing? Is it is it not enough if you can't sell food, or is there other they don't have stuff booked every night, or sometimes so, the shows aren't selling out? I know, like it's a really college heavy town, so I yeah. think it, it a lot of it might have to do with the fact that if if a venue can open up as a college hangout. Like or a, a bar and like yeah. have kind of like a college club night after you know eight nine p.m. on a on a weeknight, as opposed to maybe making some money on a show with people selling tickets yeah. and stuff Steady like that. Money. Yeah, I, I mean from a business standpoint, it, it makes a yeah. whole lot of sense. Um, but that's why I'm thankful for all the ones that have stuck around yeah. and ones like the Tiger, where like I, I swear the Tiger has a show like five six nights out of the yeah, week every week, like from all kinds of genres. So. Um, it's really awesome. You on a first first name basis with the owners? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my old band played there a few times. Um, my old band played there at a sold out show with We Came as Romans, and that was just Ooh. insane. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. You're dropping um, names, bro. Right? So, I'm sorry. No, I, <laughs> no, I, just, I like that. It's just I, truth. I wanted to put it into context. Like I, I wasn't hot arrogance. shit. I yeah. was just playing with people who were hot shit. Just to digress. Am I using that word properly? Digress. We don't know words. Digest. Am I saying that right? Ooh. Digress. Digest. Get some Taco Bell. Yes, it's digest. Okay. <laughs> um, how would you? What type of music would you say Patterns was? I'm trying to get a feel. Uh, like, uh, I mean, just early 2000s metalcore, really. Okay. Um, there, we had like clean vocals on maybe like two songs, uh, and one of them were guest vocals by a buddy of mine. But just a bunch of breakdowns, a bunch of fast riffs, yeah. and me screaming as loud and as fast as I can. Golden <laughs> do, era. Do you feel like? Do you feel like Run Home Jack is gonna? It's kind of gonna be a mix of a little bit of metal and, so, and the alt. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this: everybody in the band, Anything everybody for the in the band, uh, <laughs> everybody playing with me right now, all comes from a really metal background. Mm-hmm. Um, we all started playing music in metal bands and all that stuff. We all still listen to a lot of metal bands, um, but we do have like a clear idea of where we want to go and where we want to take it. But we want to use what we've learned from everything else. Yeah. Like, um, I, I got to meet uh, the Spill Canvas at a meet and greet, and they said one of the things that they like about being into heavy music is they can bring a lot of the aspects from heavy music and put it in like a major key Mm. and a higher like more standard tuning and it just gives an extra crunch and like an extra rock groove to it that a lot of people who just focus on rock or just focus on pop will miss um so we want to take some influences from metal going forward, but not like screaming and breakdowns. I want you to take yeah, all metal and influences yeah. and put it into maybe like <laughs> country like, western. Because yeah. like what you kind of mentioned earlier about like the used and stuff, mm-hmm. I see some of that in the music you've got. Yeah, and Run now. Jack. Yeah, yeah, definitely noticed that too. Where it's not, I you know, it's that, not yeah. like it's not metal, but it's you know it's yeah, a little heavier yeah. alt. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's that's definitely what we wanted to go for. Like uh, all of our like bios on on like SoundCloud and stuff say like uh, high energy alt rock with indie emo uh, influences. Yep. Metal so, roots. Yeah, yeah exactly. Damn, I think we have the exact same high energy alt rock, but we just say progressive instead of metal. That's the only difference okay, in our nice. description. But you know, that's why you say that, Richard, because when we did that thing at um, that thing was a music gig, not that thing, but yeah. at Hattie's. When we did that thing, the first we weren't going to talk about that. Well, my wife said it's cool. <clears throat> okay, cool. Yeah. He did say it was cool. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's cool. the first time I saw them perform, I was like, wait a minute, man. Did, I could see these guys like doing a lot. Of, I mean, easily just flipping it over and playing like some old death or uh, playing some animals as leaders or something like that, man. I mean, it just mm-hmm. you could tell. 
it was way slower. Yeah. But you could see it. You could just see it, or you could hear it technically. But uh, that's like a huge part of. Uh, at least I can't speak for everybody in the band, but like I can personally. Okay, <laughs> please okay, go on. Answer your own question. First, I'll speak for Don. Why'd you pick me last, you son of a gun? <laughs> um, I don't know. Personally, I think that uh, it, as a musician, you should really try to expose yourself to as much as you can. Um, in every genre, um, regardless of your preconceived notions of what it might be, because if, if there's something, if people like something, there's a reason for that. Sure. And I think as like an artist, you should find a way to figure out what that is, and then you can steal it. Um, basically, <laughs> yeah, and then use it for your own music and keep writing better. Wait and a minute, music. I'm coming up with a band name, Pilferage. <laughs> <laughs> Just down tune it, slow it down, yeah, and then it's yours. Down tuned Pilferage. <laughs> yeah. Tom and I, Tom and I have heard you guys play in here rehearsing and yeah. stuff. And but I think the first time I ever saw you guys live was at mm-hmm. our show. Yeah, and you know, no no names or anything being said, but like we've done a few of these shows, and you know, sometimes some of the bands or acts don't keep some attention. But like you guys, no matter what you were playing, yeah, kept the attention. People yeah. were well, not bored. That was awesome. Yeah, I think and I kept wanting to walk outside to do my normal chew <laughs> gum, um, yeah. spit, fart mostly. Mm-hmm. But Thanks I was like, not oh. doing that inside. <laughs> I was like in there holding. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, damn good. Yeah. And I had a couple of friends there that are super duper Shit. assholes, for less, lack of a better term. They're okay. like, oh, they're pretty fucking good, man. I said, yeah. Very and that's well. the actual voice that Catherine used. <laughs> yeah. Just well, thank like you. Yeah. I think that comes, again, personally speaking, a huge at the driving fan. I love Cedric and how ridiculous he is on stage. How about, so, how about them getting back together, huh? Oh, dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Mars Volta, mm, back in the studio. Yeah, right. uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, so I'm like, uh, me and Dom, especially, we, like, we, have, we are huge Mars Volta fans. And Omar and Cedric fans. So, like, uh, this is my first time being like a quote unquote like frontman. I hate using that term because I think everyone should be a frontman in their own right. Yeah. Um, but with that kind of like ideology of like you want to put on an entertaining, high energy show that that is actually it don't get no higher than that, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh my I mean, god. Oh my god. Yeah. Have you seen Omar's signature Ernie Ball that just came out? Oh, just came out? The, uh, I think it's out now. Oh, it shoot. No. I know oh you my one god. That, it's so insane. Like He's going to look it up right now on his phone. $666. <laughs> oh my no, god, I can't Google it fast it's, enough. It's the strangest shape I've ever seen on a guitar. Of it is. It, it, oh it's god. beautiful. And it's got a crazy ass design on it, too. My, um, my guitar player was awesome. wanting to get one, but he's a lefty and he's like, fuck, they don't offer a left handed version. I'm like, dang. But Omar's a lefty. How do they not have a lefty version of it? That's a really good point. Yeah. I don't know. Have you seen their bobblehead? I haven't, no. I don't think they have one. Oh, okay. <laughs> if, if I'm why. being honest. I'm just trying to chime in on some shit I knew about. I, I respect the Mars Volta to death. It's yeah. just not really my jam. So yeah. like, I, I, I agree I, with I that. I, I would do it more often. at the drive-in, but if I had my choice, I'd probably yeah. say, you know what? Give me some TV on the radio. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. just throwing out bands that I like a little bit better than other bands, but I got. I like respect. a lot of weird bands that like yeah. nobody else listens to, and that's totally fine. So like, I don't ever judge anybody if they say I, they listen to something yeah. weird. I don't think my stuff would be very foreign to you, maybe mm-hmm. maybe to Richie, but you know, I'm into a lot of weird, you know, Polish and Scandinavian okay. yeah. black metal. Oh, shit. Yeah. dude, have you heard Glory Hammer? I've just recently found them. They're like a. I'm moving the mic away from my head so I can say. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, dude. I yeah, just I actually have. found them like yeah. a week and a half ago. They have this new album that came out, and it's straight up like a D&D campaign in an album, and it is That's the most awesome. glorious <laughs> power what metal I've ever heard. It's but somebody, is. the first time I played the sword for somebody like 10 years ago, they yeah. said, it sounds like, uh, you know, 
what's the thing? Lord of the Rings. I was like, how's that sound like Lord of the Rings? That's just what I'm thinking of right now. That's funny. Elves, there's, okay. there's this band that I've been listening to a lot lately. They are one of the heaviest bands I've ever heard. Uh, they're called Brand of Sacrifice, but the whole band. Brand of Sacrifice. Yeah, like Word. their art, their merch, their lyrics, everything is based off of arguably the most brutal anime ever put together. It's called Berserk. And like, Lyrically, it's like watching an episode of Berserk, and it's just the heaviest metal I think I've heard Wait, in a very long time. What are they called? They're called Brand of Sacrifice. <laughs> He's Googling Brand again. I'm, yeah, I'm going I'm to listen to this. Yeah, the best song, in my opinion, is Eclipse. And guess we'll okay. link them in the bio below. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> Free shout-out, Brand of Sacrifice. <laughs> and you said you didn't have metal roots. Yeah. Um, what about, let's let's talk about some more music that you guys do then. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys had a video come out not long ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the new single. Talk yeah. a little bit about that. Okay. Um, um, yeah, we just released a music video for our song called Lifeguard. Um, it's the second single off of EP that'll be out December 13th. Um, EP is going to be called Part 2, I Tried. Uh was going to be a six song. We decided to stagger it. So, so. you telling me y'all dropping a deuce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's movie talk. Yeah. No. So the first one was Be Kind, and the second one is I Tried. So the whole is Be Kind, I Tried. Um, gotcha. So uh, the the one coming out will have four songs on it, including Lifeguard. Um, we recorded it with my buddy Justin Beasley. He uh, runs KOTK Productions. He's done all the music videos for... Uh, I wrestled a bear once, kill Whitney dead, a few oh, others. So, nice. Super um, high quality. At this video. point, they've been yeah. around long enough that they could have wrestled twice, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on who won the first match, right? Mm, true. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he's based out of. Uh, you make a lot of good uh, right points. Right in our neighborhood. Kid. Come on, <laughs> <how are you? laughs> um, he, he's right out in our neck of the woods, and I've known him forever. So uh, he put together a fantastic video for us. Um, still super impressed by it, and uh, the reception's been really good. The song itself is. Uh, yeah, it's kind of universal in its theme. Um, I wrote it uh, at the time. I just had a buddy who was going through some stuff, and he kept coming to me for advice. And I'd give him my two cents and tell him, you know, I think this is what you should do, or you know, at least consider this. And every time, it's like as soon as he left, his mind would just switch and go right back to what it was. So I just got fed up with it. And I, the point is basically stop asking for my advice if you aren't going to take it. Yeah. Um, and tried, getting away man. from something like that. Yeah. 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 Video idea kind of collectively band thing uh it was myself and the director's idea okay. yeah um I, originally i kind of wanted it to be more straight for what the song was written about but he said let's try and make it a little more universal like make it more like a toxic relationship you, like you're trying your, to help somebody i'm sorry and, you're yeah. fine. I mean, with your film background mm -hmm. or at least training or studying did you, did you storyboard and all that kind of stuff when you were, you were i have good, yeah so every time i've come up with a video for an idea i'll i'll usually i'll listen to the song over and over and over and have like time brackets of like i'd want to see like this type of scene going on yeah. here and he's got a lot more experience with all that than mm -hmm. i do so the way but it's at been least working you had working knowledge of it. yeah yeah um the way it's worked out every time so far is uh you know this is the song this is what i see in my head for the video what do you think and most of the time he's like i like this this and this about your idea mm -hmm. but let's do this instead and it i mean I, i'm still really thrilled with everything he's come up with so far we're shooting another one with him in the uh first two weeks of december um we got to try and figure out when we're cramming it in but that'll be really fun that'll be out next year so a lot of abandoned buildings that they're redoing right down the street here that's funny you say that i think we're we're <laughs> doing <vids>. it <laughs> we're doing it either in, in like an old abandoned building ideally we want to do it out in the woods somewhere um we got this whole kind of theme here. going on yeah do you want, do you want to tell people what 
the what the name of the song is you're gonna do or you're... um yeah we can uh the name of the song is it, it's called na um it's uh it's about people struggling with addiction um and basically not giving up on them um and we got a bunch of really cool stuff planned for the music video and it'll be its own single was that also um, inspired by maybe the friend that's you know not taking your advice sometimes yeah yeah it could There's be wrong for sure yeah. yeah um definitely must be a good friend yeah, yeah, or somebody he, to care about. he's been one of my buddies since high school. So like, I love him. I'm, I'm not going to abandon him by any means. No. But yeah, it was one of those points where it's just like, man, you've been asking me for advice for like six months, and you haven't taken a damn word I've said to heart. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to quit. <laughs> well, thanks for bringing us down, <laughs> uh, Richie. Different video yeah. topic for you. Um, we were talking to our buddy Gabe in here, yeah, and he said you guys did a mini beats. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's so, going to be coming out soon? Yeah, so there's this app called Loom, yeah. um, which apparently is iPhone only. So as a Galaxy yeah. S7 owner, uh, I will be unable to view it on that uh, you know platform. Get it together, um, Loom. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're just starting out. Or um, Samsung. I can't get it on my hey. Pixel, so whatever. Oh, I'm yeah. just like... Pixel team. Yeah, right. This yeah. sucker still works. It's No, I mean, I got a new one, and, it, and it's pissing me off, man. I, got, I, I miss I my a, old S4. I got a 3 S4. and a 4. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> that's right. I had an S4. That is impressive. It still survived. Um, but yeah, so we had Gabe come in. We did one of our... Uh, one of our bigger songs um, that gets a really nice, we all have played it. Uh, it's called Generations. We have a version up now on like Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. But we've kind of reworked it um, to be a little more uh, truncated and a little more like in your face. Um, and uh, we just absolutely love playing the new version of it. So we figured we would instead of you know going into like a studio and maybe like re totally like redoing it, um, which maybe we still will. I don't know. Um, but we get a essentially like a live. It, it's a like a. It's almost like an audio tree live style performance uh, of the song awesome. um, in our practice room here at the playroom. Nine one six Takasiji. There you go. Uh, so so Gabe came in um, with some really nice uh, audio and uh, video equipment. Um, we recorded it, uh, and um, he's actually working on editing it all now. And we actually should have a version of it for review at the end of tonight or tomorrow. I know when it's going to premiere on Friday because it'll be on this post. Oh, no shit. <laughs> we have to do the time travel thing again. Oh. The other day I was saying, yeah, later on. I mean, today. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Stupid. Yeah, it's premiering underneath this thing on Friday, which is today. Okay. Are you from the future? You don't need to know. The haircut, <laughs> um, Yeah, so it was it was a really cool experience. Um, I think everybody in the band like kind of crushed their... Their instruments, uh, respectively, and uh, I don't, I'm really excited to see how it turned out. But it's gonna be good. Gabe For, was talking about it. it. Took him took him a while to edit it and stuff, and he said it looks everything looks good. Yeah, Gabe's yeah. good, man. Um, we have we have so many good neighbors here and so many talented people and creative people, and um, it's good for us to be here. We're we're not musicians, nor are we talented, but um, <laughs> I mean, you guys and Gabe, the Bungie's Productions is Gabe's company. Um, yep. You know, Winter's Gate. Uh, prep and bury them just on that hallway there it's just although winter's gate might have moved to the other hall anyway i'm talking shop but here at the playroom it's a there are 30 around 30 rehearsal units uh inside here and we occupy the back wall because we are dominating the place but all the other ones have good talented musicians and we're just lucky to be able to hear it just when you're practicing. But the really good, there are some bands in here that, you know, they're just working through some things, let's say. <laughs> but guys like you guys and the ones I mentioned, uh, Winter's Gate and such, it's just good. 
we'll turn down our radio to listen to you guys. And oh, there's no man. better compliment than that. If I'm going to turn down some Waylon Jennings to listen to somebody, they better be good. And you are. What about Jersey? Where do you guys uh, rehearse in Greensboro? Uh, we actually just have a standard storage unit, yeah. climate control. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of the go-to spot in Greensboro. It's uh, American Flag Storage off Inman Road, if anybody's looking. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's another band in our building, um, and we've talked to them in passing, but they're like a really— Is it indoors? Yeah, yeah, it's inside. Um, we started out in a storage unit with our screen printing, and we didn't have no fucking heat, dude. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. We nothing. didn't understand that ink will freeze when it's cold. Oh, yeah. We've come a long way. It's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> We've come 12 miles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, there's there's a bunch of bands that practice out there. There's one in particular in our building uh, called the Velvet Devils, and they're just crazy talented it's just like jazz funk music oh, uh, hell yeah. I, I never like hear any vocals i just hear them jamming out for like 20 minutes at yeah. a time like is that a song or y'all just playing an ep front to back like what's going on here this is fucking nuts. around right now yeah like, you guys ever stand in the hallway goes you guys are talented no you guys are talented <laughs> yeah we've, we've done that whole like that sounded awesome guys yeah you guys sounded oh, good yeah. too like in passing and like stuff that spider-man but... meme we were just yeah, yeah. We're pointing at each other is that yep. just like standard etiquette at a practice spot yeah it's yeah like... i think so it's the same thing as a show, you know. Like, yeah. Great set, man. Yeah, great set. Oh, I saw this meme where it was like little. It was like kids at like a little league game, like giving each other a high five after the game, and it's like bands after the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> great set, man. Well, that's yeah, why you can really game. tell when people mean that shit. Like after the show at Hattie's, I was telling you guys, yeah. hey man. I'm not bullshitting. That shit was good. Yeah, and other people, I was like, real... yeah, it's pretty good, man. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys have coming up towards the end of the year? And then uh, where can everybody find you on the old internet? Oh, all the plug. Uh, yeah, so we actually, uh, this past weekend, um, just started recording um, a little EP uh, with some of our newer songs that we've been playing out at uh, some of our more recent shows um, that we're extremely excited about. Um, shout out to Craig, uh, Craig Sutton, our uh, other guitarist in the band, um, for busting his, busting his ass straight up and just learning really quickly of how to record very well. Um, and we had some really, really good equipment to use as well. So the raw tracks already sound like great. Um, so we're looking to, <gasps> oh, Lord. Uh, so we're, looking, some shit. <laughs> we're looking to release that, um, here in the Miller next couple Light, of months. Miller Lite really did oh, it. I'll tell you, <laughs> Miller Lite goes straight to my head. That's 10 ounces uh, of joy. So. Shout out to Craig though too, cause he was in a, a loom that, yeah, Nettie and Gabe just did playing mm-hmm. a little guitar, and that was cool. I'll put that. Yeah, Craig's been oh, putting yeah, in some it. time over here lately. Yeah, man, full timer. Um, so we're working on that. That's kind of our big push right now. Um, we do, <clears throat> and then after some 2020 is basically uh, just trying to uh, play out um, in as many like sur- you know play Charlotte as much as we can, but also trying to push out more into some of the surrounding areas, uh, like you know, like Greensboro and all that. Stay out of Pelzer. Um, <laughs> you really don't like this. It sucks, town. dude. Jesus. 124 acres of shit. <laughs> that sounds like Iowa. The whole state? <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. They got, they got corn. I've never been to Iowa. Don't they have corn? <laughs> that's about it. They got corn and slipknot. Not, not the band Wait, corn. corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. I was talking about corn with a K. No, I don't remember where that's I can't from. wait until no. we get a call from somebody out there and they're like, hey, I'd like to sponsor your podcast, but just kidding. Mm. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, nobody's going to want to I can make that call. If you, if, like, <laughs> I don't have shit to sponsor you with, but if you just want to get let down, I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> My caller ID says this is coming from Pelzer. Who the hell? 
hell is this? <laughs> this is a trap. <laughs> anyway, sorry, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, working on the new EP. Um, next year, we're going to just hit the songwriting as hard as we can and just keep trying to write the best songs possible. Um, if you listen to our any of our other stuff, we don't really have like a certain genre that's easily something we can just be like, yeah, we sound like this. Um, so uh, just check it out and see if you enjoy our old stuff. And if you do, then you'll definitely like our new stuff because I, you know. It's that thing where you always feel like your newest baby is your best baby. Yeah. And, uh, the Neil Young complex. You st- yeah. <laughs> like, you love your old stuff, but your newest stuff, you're like, oh, this is way better. Um, so we'll we'll be having some new songs come out in the next couple of months here. Um, you can check out uh, our existing recordings on all your major uh, streaming platforms. So, um, you know, your MySpaces, your, uh, <laughs> your Zangas. Your LimeWire. Your LimeWire, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Name drops are uh, fierce. <laughs> We have a show. Thank God you asked, Brian. Yeah, and thank God he's prepared. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> you can <laughs> look up the latest uh, pumpkin head <laughs> thing that the guy from Mars Volta did, but you don't know when you're playing. How about <laughs> where can people find you yeah, and yeah. find out where you're All playing? right, so so right now we're still using Facebook um, as a way to kind of just at least broadcast. Um, still wrong with using Facebook. To, still. Yeah. It's burn. <laughs> mm, yeah, oh, that's an opinion thing. Um, <laughs> so, and it's not opinion. It's free. Them. We have, we have a show coming up in December. We'll update our Facebook, so uh, hopefully before this uh, podcast airs. So <clears throat> like us on Facebook. Um, find us on Spotify. Please give us a follow. Um, it would mean a lot for us, to, um, especially with the algorithms out there nowadays, to uh, help us get our music out there to newer and, and more people. Um, so, yeah, follow us on, you know, we're on iTunes, Spotify, uh, all, those, all those boys. Um, and, uh, yeah, The Phantom Friends. That's us. Oh, yeah. Cool. How about Jersey? Jersey? Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, I mean, we just got picked up by a manager. Um, his name's Eric. He works for a company called Word is Bond. Shout out to Eric. Thanks again. Um, so right now we're kind of just in the process of sending our stuff out, waiting to hear back from people. Um, we do have shows coming up. Um, we have one this Friday, uh, November 22nd. Uh, it's going to be out in Fayetteville at Drunk Horse Pub uh, with Affinity and Reckless Abandoned. And we're playing The Blind Tiger, December 13th, with The Spill Canvas, Juliana Theory, and Corey Wells. Juliana um, Theory, no. Yeah. Juliana Theory is doing an acoustic set, too, which should be That's a band pretty I've heard interesting. in a while. Yeah. Fayetteville. <laughs> um, that's a town I hadn't heard of in a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our drummer's actually from there, so. No, I bet yeah. those crowds get rowdy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When there's nothing else to do, yeah, everybody's going to go to Drink show, and right? serve yeah. the country. <laughs> um, so that's order. going on for, for the rest of the year, basically. Um, we do have some plans with our manager about doing some weekend tours after the first of the year. What about um, Charlotte? Charlotte would definitely would, I'd love to play out here. Um, I mean, all of our connections are all basically from Greensboro to Raleigh to, to the Fayetteville area. So uh, we'd love to branch out here. Absolutely. Our four song EP, uh, Be Kind, or I Tried, Part Two, I Tried. Uh, that's coming out the same day that we're playing with the Spill Canvas. Um, they've just been a huge, huge inspiration to me, like as a musician, that, you know, I knew the EP was going to come out sometime in December. We're playing with them December 13th. Might as well just make Perfect. the two go together. So um, we have one single we'll release before then, but we haven't really announced the release date. So just follow us on Facebook, uh, which goes into what he was saying about links. Yeah, we're, we're on Facebook, we're on Spotify, Instagram. Um, pretty unique unique name like the Phantom Friends, so it shouldn't be too hard to find us. Just a simple search. Um, yeah, also on YouTube, all that stuff. Cool. Hell yeah. And Brian, you got some uh, new things cooking. Do you want to say anything about? Um, well, the podcast is going to be preparing. <laughs> 
premiering on these that's things. That's not new. That's old because when this comes out, it's already done. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So you're listening to this on my new project. It's Stream CLT. Um, was involved in a music thing here. Kind of going to... Another route. It's going to bring yeah. it and focus more on local stuff yeah. as yeah. opposed to um, nationwide. Yeah, we were doing nationwide stuff. I want to get back to my roots of just following and doing local stuff. So we're doing a lot with the Loom stuff that Gabe's doing, a lot with the podcast, a lot with just local And music. we consider Greensboro local. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. in our sphere. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. in Car- Carolina in general is what I'm trying to just focus mm-hmm. on yeah. in yeah. like our radius, you know, an, Columbia. an hour to two with, out of here. Well, there's so much talent just in North Carolina. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Right. And like, that's, that's why I want to get back to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's for like, like a, a platform for for all these artists uh, to really yeah get themselves out there. I think that's yeah. awesome. I think yeah. we, like the community um, definitely uh, could use it. Just like uh, just to hopefully bring it a little closer together. I feel like it's still pretty fragmented. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. I think we should all support. Well, each part other of that as much might be possible. because there's so many people in yeah. the scene now. Very so. true. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not not. I don't want to shit on anybody, but there's a Music Everywhere initiative that they're doing here in Charlotte, and they're trying to do a lot with the city and stuff. But I looked at their website, and there's a section on there for local music, and there's like six bands on there. Okay. And I know there's way more than that. Yeah. So yeah, you got at least yeah. 12. So, yeah. so I just want to <laughs> you know, push. And even national bands that come through that are going to play it at someplace small. Mm-hmm. You know, I want people to know about it. So just Carolina-focused. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's going to be a good thing. I do, too. Spread oh, yeah. your influence, Brian. All right, guys, I think that's all we got. We can't thank you. En- well, we can thank you enough, actually. I think thank you very, very much. Well, we oh, can't thank you. thank you enough for having us, for sure. That was just you could. enough thanks. You could just say thanks. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, like we did this will be out, guys, this will be out in time for Thanksgiving, so calm down. It'll be oh, out perfect. before Thanksgiving perfect. at this point, the yeah. way you're talking. Edit that out. We'll that on <laughs> Richie Geyser. Logan! Richie oh, Geyser, a fan of Friends and uh, Jersey niece of Run Home Jack. Thank you very much. Guys, check them out. You heard all their particulars of uh, social media and interwebs and whatnots. And uh, support the music, if nothing else, by listening, liking, and, you know, you know, chat them up amongst your friends. Somebody's going to like it. We like it, and we're not total assholes. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you like the spill canvas but never heard Run Home Jack, go uh, – Check it out. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. cost that much. It's great fun. You can go see um, Run Home Jack and then go home to your kids or whatever the hell people do. <laughs> and on that note, we uh, the, the venue's selling tickets for about 20 a pop, and we have them for 15 So if anybody's Ooh, trying, to get them, get yeah, trying to get them on the cheap, hit us up. I think I like we still it. have about like five or ten left. No convenience fees. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. <laughs> and if you'd like to be in their next video, just um, send your best murder photo <laughs> of murdering, not being murdered. That'd, yeah, that'd be yeah. weird. Mm, be hard to send a picture after of being your murder. murdered. That's yeah. pretty brutal. Not if, if you somebody. Can do that, yeah. That's that's fucking brutal. No, not if a you're a time gun. traveler. Full circle. Well, thanks do, everybody do, for listening. Do, Unless you're listening uh, in Pels or South Carolina, because you guys suck. Logan, thanks for being that, on the board. Way. Thank you to the Playroom Playroom Online. Dot com, the playroomonline.com. <laughs> and don't forget to go check out Mad Park Designs. I mean, we kind of do all this crap, but we'd like to pay our bills too. Screen printing, web design, graphic design. And it gets real graphic. Thank you very much. And um, smoke if you got them.
But he's, he's from Kansas, and he would always tell him these <laughs> fucked up stories about being from Kansas. So today, the one that had me, I was in tears, and people on South Boulevard thought I was upset about something. But he said that Because you were just walking around? I was, I was still nude, but I was in the car. But anyway, he said he was, he was said he played football in high school, which is hilarious because he's not athletic. But he said that once a year, and I'm probably going to start laughing again, once a year the coach, the coach would let them bring in any weapon they wanted to and use it in practice if they attached it to their helmet. What? what? So, <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Is this real? Can yeah, you explain the logistics well, behind this? His, 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 my good buddy is what he said. He said, my good buddy had a table leg screwed into a helmet, and I, I lost it over that. Why would you but, bring uh, a table leg? I don't know, I but, made, then, right? but then Howard says, did you bring any weapon? He said, yeah, I put a saw blade in my helmet. It sounds like BattleBots, but with actual People. humans. But with, the... with Hick. 